And we're back. Stripe Show podcast brought to you by Encore Golf. Encore designs high-performance golf balls for players of all skill levels and swing speeds. I'm your host, Travis Fulton. Thank you for making us part of your day. We, uh, we roll right in here to the playoffs, the FedEx Cup playoffs. We've got you covered. Podcast five days a week. Great conversation yesterday with Sean Martin breaking down the Wyndham. Now we roll it forward to the first leg of the playoffs. It's called the Northern Trust. It's back at Liberty National. Then we go to the BMW Championship Caves Valley. That'll be fun. New course. And then the Tour Championship down on East Lake, just north of me here in Atlanta. So we've got to bring in the big hitters here. It's time to get to the winning ways. Although last week, if you watched the show, you won money because we were all over it, especially down in the 6K, 7K. Really gave you a lot of great value picks in the world of Roger Sloan and Chris Baker, who both had nice tournaments, beating the bookie. You're back. It is the playoffs. Time to uh, get serious, buddy, and make some cash. How you doing? I'm doing great. I am always happy to be back, you know, with you. And I heard it through the grapevine that it was your birthday today. So I just wanted to say happy birthday, pal. Thank you, hope sir. You have a great one, and uh, hopefully that. we can give we hopefully we can give some winners out for your birthday. Yeah, we do. Well, we've been on what's this your third time? I think on the podcast somewhere in there, yeah. and um, I, I I know the very first show we did, we actually just smoked it. You hit the first round leader, and um, the whole show in itself was a huge week. The second one, I think, was right there next to it. So I um. Wouldn't be surprised if this one is the best one yet. It's a great field. Uh, Best players in the world now. They are going to collect here on the East Coast in the United States, and they're going to work their way down, starting at Liberty Lake there in Jersey. Then they'll come down to Maryland, and then they'll come down to Atlanta. I love when the best players are together, playing consistently, and I think the FedEx Cup has gained in popularity and meaning and value. Yes, they're playing for a lot of money, $15 million to the winner, but I just think we've had a long enough runway now where it's become part of our DNA. I know. I get excited for the playoffs. How about you? Yeah, I mean, I love the playoffs. Uh, I just, you know, when they get to that tour championship towards the end, when they stagger all the all the start with the, with the points and stuff, it's exciting to see, you know, who can run down who. You know, guys going for broke, trying to, you know, trying to get the win so they can win the FedEx Cup. Um, you know, you get those moments like when Tiger won a couple of years ago. Um, so the playoffs, I mean, it, it's fun. It definitely adds some meaning to these tournaments where, you know, probably in a in a regular year, you know, say without, if these weren't playoff events, you wouldn't see fields anywhere like this. Um, you'd probably see them like the Wyndham Championship last week. So. This is almost like a major this weekend. You know, I, I, I'm looking forward to it. This field is absolutely, absolutely loaded. Mm-hmm. And I just, I can't wait to see guys like John Rahm back, you know, Brooks Kepka, and I'm really looking forward to it. You know, there's always those stories now. You got to play your way in, and then you can play your way out. Last week, Justin Rose uh, played his way out by missing two short putts down the stretch, and yeah. he let Chesson Hadley have the final spot at 125. It was crazy. He played his way in, meant a lot to him. Great interview. And then you look at 
Patrick Rogers, he was 123 to start the week. He finishes at 128. Uh, Bo Hogue was at 125. He finishes at 129. So we had guys that were on that bubble, played their way out. The biggest jump, which we'll get to down in the 6,000s, uh, Roger Sloan went from, let's see, he was 131, and he is now 92nd. So he yeah. played great golf, played his way in. Other guys moved up, like Brendan Todd, like Adam Hadwin, like Denny McCarthy, like Sepp Straka. These are guys that are you know incrementally working their way up, and they're going to have to get inside the top 70 now uh, to continue on. So let's get to it on the matchup here. Uh, we'll go through each level. Give you your thoughts. We'll give you your probably our thoughts on most players here today, kind of yay or nay, spend more time on others. And then in each level of value, we'll give you our favorite play. And uh, last week, I was all over Russell Henley. I thought it was a great spot for him. But I'll tell you what, beating the bookie, Russell Henley, he's a great ball striker. He's having trouble with the lead down the stretch, though. You can see the nerves kicking in. He should have won that tournament. He bogeyed four of his last eight. Yeah. Especially when he hit like a 33-foot eagle putt uh, the day before. Uh, I, I just don't see how he missed that putt there at the end for the playoff. Like you, said, like you said, he really should have put it away long before that final stretch. There was a point on Sunday when I had five, you know, I gave out six outrights for the tournament. Mm-hmm. We, had five, we had five guys tied for first. And... I did not get one of the winners and we had five guys in the, uh, two guys in the playoffs. I couldn't get a winner. We had Siwoo Kim and we had Kevin Na and just couldn't get the winner. And how about Adam Scott missing? I mean, I know, you know, I heard you talking yesterday and I do remember from when they were showing uh, Brandon Grace putting, you know, they, they had that look, the, the camera angle was, you know, showing the Brandon Grace and then behind him was all the golfers in the playoffs standing and, Adam Scott was just standing right over there. He wasn't even looking at the line or anything like that. And then, like you said, he took out his his green book. I mean, while you're looking at that, it's, it's a four-footer. Don't think of it. And he wasn't even close on that putt. Um, so that was just brutal. And I, I had no doubt Kisner was going to make that at the end, even though he yeah. was, you know, 0 for 5 in playoffs. But that was just a great tournament. I mean, shot tracker could barely keep up on the PGA. And, right. you know, I just it, it was great besides, you know, not getting the outright winner. But that was a great tournament. And, uh, it was. Know. It was. The Wyndham, I love it. I, I, I tell people, I think it's a great event. There's, there's so many little storylines and you know meanings within the tournament. And a six-man playoff. Yeah, Adam Scott, just bizarre. I, I just couldn't even believe that he's not standing there watching Brandon Grace's putt. Nevertheless, um, Adam Scott moved up, started at 121. Now he's 82 uh, coming into – this week and uh, and Kevin Kisner gets his fourth win on cue, continuing to feel the Ryder Cup discussion. He was 69 heading into last week, and now he is 29. Si Wu, you mentioned, uh, is now at the 30th spot. So here we go. Let's start top shelf on the matchup. John Rom, COVID free, 11,500. DJ. 11,000, Spieth, 10,800, Xander, the gold medalist, 10,600, Morikawa leads the points right now in the FedEx at 10,400, Kepka, 10-2, McElroy, 10,000. Take me to your boy in this range. 
I am going to have to go with chalk right here. I'm going to go with the two-time COVID-defeating champion, John Rahm. <laughs> okay. All right. I think he's had a nice break, you know, after the Olympics. He was kind of forced to take a break, testing COVID positive for the second time. We saw John Rahm playing his best golf of the last two months. And he really played his best golf, you know, after this tournament and on last year. So I think John Rahm, he he just has that that competitiveness right now. I'm seeing much more from him than I'm seeing from a guy like DJ right now. Mm-hmm. You know, DJ DJ ran away with this event last year, 30 under, which is absolutely bananas. Um, but I, I think uh, Rahm's game is probably in the best spot it can be. So uh, I definitely want to take Rahm there. And, uh, you know, my boy Kepka. Uh, I'm never not going to take Kepka in one of these big tournaments, especially when it's money. We know he's a money player. And Kepka, I think he's probably having his best overall season, you know, when he strings together non-majors with majors. So I really like where his game is. And he's looking a lot fitter lately in the past month. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't see that beer belly anymore with him. So I'm liking how he looks. It's just whether his knee can hold up. But I'm definitely going to put my faith in, in Brooks Kepka and John Rahm. All valid points. You know, they played the Northern Trust here back in 2019. And John Rahm finished tied for third here. So he he certainly likes this place. And Spieth was tied for sixth. And he this was kind of during his drought a little bit. Spieth was positive 8.3 on these greens back in 2019. That's scary when you consider that. We talked about Adam Scott, which we'll get to. He was fifth back in 2019. And, of course, Patrick Reed won the tournament um, back then. So, yeah, all valid points. It's funny. like we, It's almost like we've forgotten about John Rahm to some degree. You know, He's the number one player in the world. And when you start looking at these values, are you going to, you know, can you pay up for 1,000 to get the top player in the world? I certainly would do it for John Rahm. I agree with DJ. He seems like he's still trying to get the, the all wheels turning here. Uh, I do think it's a bit of a, a motivation probably from midway through the season, what a difference a year makes. He was dominating at this time last oh, yeah. year. And don't sleep on Morikawa. It's easy to push him down. Um, but Morikawa, this would be the seal for him, I think, to obviously the player of the year to cap this thing off and just make it the year of Colin Morikawa and just rip through these playoffs and dominate like he can um, with his ball striking. And I agree with Kepka. You know, Kepka looks fit. He looks about as healthy as we've seen him, right? Um, since coming back with that knee yeah. in quite some time. I think McElroy's interesting, um, just kind of still mm-hmm. floundering a little bit. He was six, tied for six here back in 2019. All right, I'll give you Spieth. Um, I think Spieth continues to roll here. That putter is a weapon. And uh, we know the driver's better. We know the approach game is on point. The short game is ridiculous. And uh, I'll, I'll take Spieth on the head-to-head against John Rahm. In the top shelf there, 10,000 beyond. Let's move on to the 9,000. Weird to see Justin Thomas, 9,800. The putter certainly put him there. Yeah. Bryson DeChambeau, 9,600. Won the U.S. Open down the street there at Wingfoot. Victor Hovland, 95. Abraham Answer was second here 
back in 2019. He's at 94. Scheffler. No one's making more birdies than Scheffler. He's at 93. Cantley, 92. Daniel Berger, 91. And then there's the Masters champion, Matsuyama, at 9,000, who made me a lot of money missing the cut last week. And that feels good, getting that money from the coach coming in from Venmo. There's a lot of there's a lot of good players. I mean, great players in the 9,000 there. Where are you going? There's, um, I like Tony Scheffler. I mean, Scotty Scheffler. Tony Scheffler is a mm-hmm. football player. I like Scotty Scheffler. He's playing, you know, very consistent right now. And like you said, he is a birdie maker. And this is a course where I think he can make a lot of birdies. Um, you know, we're seeing him become a lot more consistent golfer this year. He's definitely been taking strides. And I, I think he's under you know, underpriced right here. I think, you know, Scotty could easily be like a golfer in 10 K. So, um, I'm really liking Scheffler. Um, you know, so that's probably yeah. where I'll be going with him. I, I'll, I'll have a few plays on him also. So, um, definitely Scheffler, you know, I don't get all the, I, I feel like Victor Hovland is so overpriced. You know, he's, he's one of the golfers that just, he's a guy, he kind of reminds me of a young Rory right now. He'll have one round where he shoots a 63. Then he'll come the next day and he'll start, you know, three birdies the first three holes and he'll double, double, bogey, bogey, and he'll finish around two over. So with Victor Hovland, it's a lot of up and down, up and down, and you're just really treading water. I think Scotty Shuffler at this price range is a much, you know, more predictable, predictable start. And uh, that's what I'm looking for in this spot. Yeah, I think Scheffler, you know, this is the time of year last year where he kind of popped off for me, the screen, you know, walking down the fairways, TPC Boston with DJ in the final group, DJ running away with it. I mean, remember Dustin Johnson shot 30 under Yeah, <laughs> at he TPC a 60, Boston. A 60. I mean, yeah. 30 under at TPC Boston. I've played that. It's like, that isn't even possible to, to do that. It's amazing. Um, Scotty I mean, Scheffler was fourth that yeah. week. Now I know it's a different course. I get it. Um, but you know, Scheffler it's coming, right? It's gotta be, it's coming here. This, this win, he is a wonderful driver of the ball, which I think this is a good place for him. I think this course sets up well for him where he can use that driver as a weapon. I think the putter has been okay. If the iron game is good, Scheffler can win. You know, that's if he's precise in the proximity, taking advantage of how good of a driver of the ball. I think it's a really good pick. He was certainly in my top two here in the 9,000. Are you concerned with DeChambeau? He showed us a little something last time out. Um, But his iron game hasn't been good. It was better last time we saw him. But are you going to fade him here in high 9,000s? I probably won't fade him because I I think he – he really showed something. Um, you know, I think he really showed something in his last tournament with the caddy, with his new caddy. Mm-hmm. Um, he seems to, he seems to be, you know, talking with the new caddy a lot more, going over stuff a lot more. Um, so the relationship, they, they seem to be warming up to each other. Um, so I probably, I'm not going to fade him, but I probably won't play him in this spot. Um, but I think his game is trending in the right direction. Though, I mean, we we did see him blow up on the back nine with Harris English, um, which was very painful because I had English. Um, but I think that DeChambeau just has to I, – I think right now his only, you know, 
lacking of his game is his mental approach. You know, mm-hmm. he, sometimes he, he hits that one bad shot and it just, he lets it ruin his entire round. So um, he needs a mental coach as much as a caddy right now. Um, but I like where his game's trending, but, you know, I'll probably stay away from him um, at this price level because, you know, with him, it's either hit or miss. So, yeah, I'm with you. I think I'll fade really the top end of the 9,000. Um, and I'll, I'll, I'll pick up a little bit of answer. I think Abraham answered has been playing some really good golf. He was second here back in 2019. I, I like where Abraham answer is trending. I think his short game is getting better and we know he can go um, with the ball striking off the tee and the approach game. Definitely going to play Scheffler at 93. Uh, I'll pass. I'll probably on Cantley. I think the putter's given Cantley a little bit of fits right now. He kind of goes through that, you know, where it's, it's really yeah. good. And then it kind of falls off and he almost just like, he's just kind of wrestling with it a little bit. But I will play Daniel Berger at 91. I just feel like there's that next step for Berger coming, you know? And I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm waiting for it. And I think this is another good spot for him. So I, I'm playing Berger at 91 over Matsuyama at 9,000. What do you say? I like that. You know, I think Matsuyama might be a little tired at this point. Yeah. You know, he did, he did miss the cut last week. So he's been playing so much golf. I think he could be a little tired. And I like Berger. You know, he's young and upcoming. And he's one of the rare golfers that you know that every tournament he's going to put together a round that's like a 64 or 63. So he always has that one really good low round per tournament. And he just needs to be able to put two of those together. Um, usually on Sundays, he's in the chase. He's chasing guys down, you know, hoping one of these days to see him play from the front, you know, with the lead. Yeah. So. Hopefully he can put together more solid rounds than he has been. Um, but I really like his consistency. So He's been hitting the ball great. His approach game has yeah. been fabulous. Um, the putter's been okay. I think the putter, to your point, I think he's probably had that one little putting round where he's not making anything. And then it kind of, it's the difference between maybe in the final group and winning, getting in that playoff versus finishing fifth, right? At yeah. the WGC St. Jude, eighth at the Open seventh at the U.S. Open. I mean, some pretty heady stuff. Um, top tens and major championships. He was positive 10 strokes in approach at the WGC St. Jude. That's a huge number. That's like Morikawa yeah. kind of genius. Um, so he heats up this putter. I like Berger in the 91. If I had to pick one, sounds like you're going Scheffler. What was that? He sounds like if you had to pick one in the 9,000 in the matchup, you would go Scheffler. Yeah, I would take Scheffler over okay. anybody. And then yeah. I think Scheffler, he, you know, every time I watch Scheffler play, he's such a young guy, but he plays like he's 35. Like he, yeah. he plays like a veteran. He never gets shook. He's always like even keel. He never gets really pissed off or anything. I like his attitude. And I definitely think that, you know, he'll be rewarded down the line with some, some victories. So I like Scheffler. It's common. It's coming. You just got to get some things to fall your way. I'm going to give the Abraham answer. I, Not a guy I usually go with. We know he won WGC St. Jude. Um, I think he keeps it going here. I don't think he'll win, but I think he keeps it going and rides this out. A lot of confidence. I think he's shown tremendous growth in short game. His putter is hot. His ball striking is really good, and it has been for a while. Uh, he was fortunate to win that. There's no, um, yeah. you know, there, yeah. there, there's, 
there was, there's, you know, some things are going to have to fall your way. Right. And I think Abraham said some, some, some interesting things when he was done, he was like, look, I've played in a lot of tournaments where I played great on Sunday and I thought I was going to win. And someone shoots 63, right? So you play long enough, some things kind of fall your way. And I think it did kind of fall his way at St. Jude, but he played well enough to win. Things fell Kisner's way at the Wyndham. He picked up the win. So unusual finish, I mean, like, guy stumbling I, down the stretch. I mean, look, with answer, like, you know, I had Harris English, so that was a brutal loss for me. But yeah. with answer... I mean, he's still, it's a, you know, he went to a playoff and he won the playoff. You know, he yeah. did what it, he, he went out and he took the playoff. He won it. So um, I don't think anybody can look at that win as like not a great win. I mean, he went out and he beat Matsuyama in a playoff. I mean, you can't really ask for much more. So he definitely right. took it. So he should not feel bad about that win at all. No, you know, a win, a, a win is a win. He's, he's not playing preseason NFL. Yeah, he won a PG a big PGA tournament, so I think it's a great win for him. I think and it gets, the monkey, it, it gets the monkey really off. Do. It gets the it gets the monkey off his back, you know. So now he doesn't have to worry about not winning. Um, yeah, and he's had a week off to drink his Fletcher Cool tequila, which is really good, by the way. Um, and you know, so he's partied. That's you, you've ran the gauntlet of being hungover a couple times, and you're you know now you got a couple good sweats in. You've worked out, and you know now you're back at it again at Liberty national. It's like, man, I'm still hitting it good. I'm still putting it good. Give me Abraham answer here uh, in the 9,000s. All right, moving on 8,000. There's web 89. Sign me up. I was on him. I was like, web's coming. He's coming. I thought that 64 um, the week before heading into the Wyndham, the 64 South wind was a great sign and he kept it going. Didn't make yeah. much on the weekend, but web is a hundred percent. It feels like Harris English 88. Uh, Casey, 87, Reed, 86, Cameron Smith, 85, Adam Scott, almost won last week, 84, Corey Connors, 83, Finau. Who could it Finau? Almost forgot about him. Where's Tony been? My boy, 82, Neiman, 81, Burns, 8,000. Give me a couple names there in the eights. I'm definitely going to take Harris English. I mean, this is just pure disrespect to have him in the 8,000s. I mean, he should be a three-time winner on tour this year. Um, outside of, outside of a, you know, a botched, you know, back nine. And I really, I don't put much, uh, you know, thought into his botched back nine because I think it was, you know, part of them being put on the clock. He was put on the clock due to Bryson. So I really don't think it was yeah. much of his fault. And as, as he said in the, you know, the, the uh, post-tournament, you know, interview, he said he was running in between shots, you know, shooting, you know, basically sprinting. So I don't put much, put much thought into that. And he's, he's a very hot golfer right now. So I'm definitely going to be playing Harris English. I'll probably be playing him to also to win the tournament. I mean, he got, hmm. although it's at a different course, you know, we're back in Liberty National at TPC Boston last year. He shot 19 under, got second place, and he lost by 11 strokes. That's unbelievable to me. Um, you shoot 19 under, you lose by 11. That, that's that's crazy. Um, oh man, that's kind of like it's like Michael Jordan in the 90s, you know. Um, so I I love uh, I love Harris English in this price range, and Tony for now. I just I can't get behind him right now. He just yeah. he doesn't do it for me at this point. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm really high on Harris English at at this price range. It's an interesting group right here. 
in the 8,000s. I feel top-heavy here because the two guys I like certainly are Simpson and English. Um, I love I like Webb, too. I mean, Webb, Webb could have easily won the Wyndham last week. He, he triple bogey. I can't, I can't believe he had a triple bogey in round three on that par five. It was his first triple bogey at that course. I think they said 800 and something holes. Um, so I was really surprised by that. But he came guns blazing on, on Sunday. He had that eagle out from 175 yards. So I think Webb's game is definitely in a great spot right now compared to where it was uh, you know, just a couple months ago when he was dealing with that injury. Yeah. Uh, but you can't go wrong. You can never go wrong with Webb Simpson. Let's take a second to talk about the folks over at Encore Golf. Encore has earned a reputation across the golf industry and with golfers everywhere for its combination of value, performance, and customer service. Their team in Buffalo, New York, is flipping the script on golf technology through perimeter-weighted balls made with the high-density particles and proprietary nanotransitional layer offering players enhanced accuracy, control, and distance. Encore recently added the Vero X1 to its suite of award-winning golf balls, one that already included the Golf Digest Gold-Rated Elixir and Low Compression Avant 55. Through its full suite of golf balls, Encore can help transform any golfer's game. Visit EncoreGolf.com backslash Travis Fulton for more info about Encore and start revolutionizing your game. Now back to the Stripe Show podcast. Well, I mean, not usually. I mean, he's... He's clearly struggled this year some with with the injury, but I think Webb. I feel like Webb really wants to be on the Ryder Cup, and yeah. I feel like he probably feels like he's missed most of the year with his play, and now that he's healthy, I feel like we have a very very focused Webb Simpson. I'll probably play him to win, um, and uh, I almost. I was really, I was bullish on him last week. I really, well, I mean, Sedgefield, I mean, he, he's a master at Sedgefield Country Club, but he's played well here too. Webb can play anywhere. And, and um, I just feel like he's motivated. Love Simpson, love English. I, you know, we're on back on bent grass green. So we know Paul Casey can get there. Tita green. Can he do enough with a putter? And his best split is on bent by far. Yeah. So he's another one in that top heavy. And then if I had to take another, I'd be Cameron Smith. Cause I feel like Cameron Smith is playing his best golf of his career. So I feel really heavy up here, you know, in the eight thousands. Yeah. And I know that I'm probably going to move those four around a little bit and, um, and mix and match. And I'll have to fill in some guys underneath in the sevens and sixes, which we'll get to, but I'm going to pass on the bottom. I'll pass on Scott Connors, Finau, Neiman, and I'm going to pass on Burns. I, I hate to say that because Burns is one of my boys. Yeah, so I'm 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 going with Harris English here. Going and, with Harris English, right? Know, I'll give you Webb. I'll give you Webb. As you t- you know, when we talk about Webb, make sure you take Webb to be the first round leader because yeah, you know, last week again at the Wyndham, I mean, he should have been the first round leader at the Wyndham. He started the day off round one, hole one, double bogey, doubled it, yeah, and then he finishes five under. So. Um, I, I like Webb, and he always okay. comes out hot. So uh, I'll take Harris. But yeah, if you're going to bet Webb to win, make sure you bet him to be the first round leader. Okay. Good advice, people. I'm telling you, he had like two or three weeks in a row where he hit the first round leader for crying out loud. So all right, I, I'll bet that. Back in the sevens here, we do a little different in the seven thousands. I'm going to just going. I'm just going to go. Okay, I'm just going to clip them off here. And when you when you hear a name you like, you stop me. Okay. 
Yeah. And I'll stop myself. There's the there's the people's champion. Kevin Kisner. 7900. You played good here back in 2019. All right. Fitzpatrick, Matthew Fitzpatrick 7900. Terrell Hatton 78. Hadn't been a good stretch for Terrell. No, no way. Sun JM 78. Nope. Brian Harmon 77. Coke Rack 77. Yep. Coke Rack. Coke Rack? Yeah, I, you know, he, he played uh, terribly last week, just to say the least. I mean, I had a max plan on him to finish in the top 20. All the metrics pointing towards him finishing in the top 10 there. He would just play terrible. I think he lost like four shots to the field. His putting was just, I mean, his iron play was abysmal. His putting was abysmal. He couldn't find a fairway to save his life. Yeah. And if you if you don't find the fairways at Sedgefield, you're done. So that was his problem. And I think he gets got so far out of it to start round two that he just basically gave up. So he had the weekend off. Um, so he rested a little bit. And I, I think he's going to do some good things uh, this weekend. So I like Kokrak in the sevens. Yeah, Kokrak hurt me last week. Um, I had a couple really, really good lineups and Kokrak was mug was sticking out as the one that um, was the weak link. Yeah. He's not going to drive the ball like that. Look like he had the, sh- look like he had the lefts going. It's interesting. Kokrak is 12th in the FedEx cup. <laughs> he's 12th. Yeah. And uh, in fantasy this week, he's all the way down at 7,700. That's crazy. I mean, you he's, think he's about played, that, right? He's played consistent this season too. So, well, he's taught himself um, how to think, putt. You know, he's just he's taught not himself those, how to putt. Not, when you can, yeah. you know, he's always been fairly long in the fairway, decent iron player. His short game gets a little clunky, but his putter is the difference. He's one of the best putters in the world for crying out loud. Yeah. So, yeah. and I don't think is, he's, he's, not, don't he's, think he's in right now as far as a pick in the Ryder Cup. I, I think yeah. he's got to win a third time. Yeah. So I, I don't know. So. It's interesting. That's that's the other part of this is the motivation of the Ryder Cup. And I do think some guys can turn it up. I think Webb can turn it up. So that's why I'm I'm bullish on him. Poulter yeah. at 77. We know he can turn it up. Shit, the closer we get to the Ryder Cup, the better that guy plays. <laughs> he does. And he, I mean, every tournament that he's played the past couple months, he's he's throwing in a round of 63, 62 in there. So he does. If he if he can put it together for four rounds. Um, watch out because he's putting. He's putting pretty well right now. He is. He's making a lot. He's making a lot of long putts to save par. Or if he just plays more consistent with his irons, he can turn those into birdies. So I definitely like Poulter. I mean, he's a gamer. I think he's playing pretty solid this season. So I I, I love Poulter. Um, you know, I think he can definitely finish in the top ten this weekend. Horschel's at seventy six. He seems to. Yeah has cooled off a little bit with his ball striking. His putting still is pretty good. Just doesn't do enough tee to green for me. So I'm going to pass. Russell Henley, just the opposite. Last 50 rounds, he's number one in strokes and approach. And I, I, I talked him up last week. I was like, this is a beautiful place for Henley. And he putted good. And then he gets the lead, and it's like he saw a ghost. Um, and <laughs> oh, yeah. But, you know, at 76, you probably don't need him to win. You, yeah. you need him to make, make the cut, cut and finish top 20, which I think 
he could do here? Is there some residual there um, for Henley? I'm going to have to put some more thought on that. Garcia at 76. Oh. Kevin Na in the playoff last week at 75. Speaking of turning it up, that dude can just flip the switch. It's crazy. He can. I, I love to watch him play. Um, when he's on his game, he can just be he can be as hot as anybody with his irons. And he gets that putter rolling. I mean, it's watch out. So he, he can turn it up. Um, he did kind of you know, fall apart in the playoff a little yeah. bit last week. Um, but he can definitely turn it up. And if he's if he's on the you know, in the final round, if he's anywhere, anywhere in the chase, he's going to go for it. You know, he's not going to hang back and try to finish top 10. He's going to try to win it. So I like Kevin Na. He's really competitive. And I'm looking for guys who are like super competitive. And Kevin Na definitely fits that bill. Na right now is 24th in the standings. Horschel's 25. Um, Max Homa, who, who we haven't gotten to yet, is 27. Corey Connors, 28. Kevin Kisner, 29. And then this like next Connors, man. You know, I think I think Connors can, you know, I think Connors can pl- play well here this week. Uh, yeah, and then Siwoo Kim, who we're getting to here, is 30. He's at 7,400, but I skipped a few. There's Horschel, 76. I skipped Keegan Bradley at 75. Yeah. First round leader. Ke- yeah. <laughs> Tita Green. Check number four, last 50 rounds. Strokes can approach eighth, putting one of the worst in the field. Sergio, maybe the only one worse than him. And Aaron Wise. At what point do you think uh, Sergio is going to start opening his eyes when he puts? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> How do you putt with your eyes closed? I don't understand that. I have no idea. It's crazy that he puts I, that in I play. I, it really I, is. I don't. I don't get it. I just, I don't understand. Why would you not want to look at the hole? It doesn't make any sense. Well, because the reason is because it's, it's, he can't let it go. He gets so hole bound yeah. and result oriented that his body, then he can't pull the trigger. So it's a bit yippish almost where it's, you know, like I'm so inundated out here that I can't make myself react and go. Yeah. So if I eliminate that, yeah. then I can, okay, now I can't see it. I don't, then I just go. It's, yeah, it it's, it's, um, it's crazy to think that a, well, it's not crazy to think that it works, but it's crazy that you would put that in play on a PGA tour event. I mean, that really is, that takes, it takes a lot of courage. I mean, Spieth looking at the hole, um, I had a college coach. He looked at the hole when he putted and he made everything. It was nuts. It drove us all crazy. Like it was like, geez, I mean, this guy's looking at the hole, making it from 30 feet. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe Sergio just collecting paychecks at this point. Yeah. Well, his ball striking is he, he's one of the best ball strikers still in the world. Yeah. Statistically, still. Um so Bradley, I wouldn't say is quite the ball striker as Garcia. I mean, Garcia is a little better driver of the ball, I think. But um, yeah, I'm gonna pass on Bradley. I'm gonna you know, I'll take some shares of Nah. There's Lowry 75. Lowry does it differently. Lowry's more kind of finesse around the greens. Although his approach games are yeah. pretty good. Lowry's. He's a gamer. Lowry take, Lowry deserves a look at 7,500 folks. I mean, he really does. I, I can, I, I think as I dig a little deeper here, I'm going to be playing Lowry a little bit as well. Yeah. I mean, I love playing Lowry, especially in majors. Um, he's always underpriced. 
Uh, he was like 40, 45 to one to win the open this year. And he was right there in the, yep. at the end, you know, he was right there at the end on the final round. So he's definitely a gamer. I think the bigger the tournament gets, you know, the more likely it is that he shows up. Maybe he's kind of like the, uh, the, uh, Irish, uh, Kepka. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely like him. And he is a guy that in the $7,000 range who, who I can see winning the tournament if they play yep. well, like I wouldn't be surprised if he won. Right. You know, so I, I'm looking for guys that can win the tournament. He's definitely one of those guys. So get on a little um, heater with really putter. Good. I think he's, he can be a little feast or famine with it. You know, he's, I'd say better than average ball striker, excellent short game player, which I think has a lot of value here. Um, and all right, give me, give me a little bit in the putter and uh, top 20. No, no, I wouldn't be shocked at all at a Lowry. No. Yeah. I'll pass on Bubba at 74, but I'll, I'll roll with Strillman again. I rolled with him last week. He, he performed well for me. I, I will again. I think Strillman has had a really good year quietly. He was right there at the U.S. Open, fell off back in June, and then he you know, probably hurt him a little bit. He, he struggled at the Travelers, John Deere. Then he came back, um, top 20 at the Open, seventh at the Wyndham. Yeah. Sign me up. I think Strillman's playing great golf. He should have been in the playoffs too. I mean, he missed a five footer for par yep. on eight, eight on eighteen. That would have sent him. To, and I, I had him fifty to one. So I was wow. hoping he made the. He, I was hoping he made the playoff there, but he missed that uh, par putt on eighteen, which cost him. But uh, he's playing some, you know, solid, you know, consistent golf. He is. And the seven thousand. That's really all you can ask for in this range. Yeah, he's he's going to make the cut. And he's playing very solid, consistent golf. Maybe, yeah, probably deserves right here at 74. Siwoo, 74. Um, he loves Sedgefield. You know, you think of Sedgefield last yeah. week. You he think Webb won. Simpson won. Siwoo Kim, 1A. <laughs> I mean, Siwoo should have won. Yeah. You know, missed yeah. Too many, too many four-footers. He can't make four-foot putts. You know, that cost him the championship. So. Jason Day, 74. Jason Day's not getting a lot out of his game. Nah. His, his, his ball striking is better than, I. you know, he did some changes in his swing. It's been better than advertised at times, um, especially off the tee. But his putter hasn't been anywhere near Jason Day. You know, nowhere near. Yeah. And he just looks like he's in pain walking around the course, yeah. you know, so. Mickelson, 73. Just can't do it. Just can't do it. Yeah. I can't Moody. do it either. I just I can't make fun of him either because you know if I make fun of him, I'll probably win. So all right, here's the other 73s. Feel, Munoz you know. champ and Tringali. Any interest? You gotta play Tringali. Yeah. Munoz has been Munoz has been playing pretty good. Uh, Tringali is by far the most consistent. By far. Mm. Tringali blew up on me a few times, so I kind of stay away from <laughs> see, him. There. Got it out of you. I knew I could see it in your face. He he uh he crushed you at some point. See, it's hard to it's hard to overcome that. I'm not a Tringali guy, but I gotta tell you, I've I've been on the losing end, not having him in more times than not. You know what? I'm not doing it again. Tringali, I'll play was, go out and shoot your 76, 75 and go home. It was the PGA championship, I think, where he had like a 10 on one of the holes. He had a 10 on like a par four. Um so yeah, I stay away from Tringali right there right. for sure. I mean, strokes and approach, check. Round the green, check. Putting, check. I mean, he's he's in the upper third, higher than that. Up, 
upper echelon, last 50 rounds in this field in all three categories. I know it's hard to, sometimes you just, you just got to hear it, right? It's like therapy. You have to admit it. If I bet him, if I bet on him, he'll play like beating the book. I'm going to, I'm going to sprinkle, I'm going to sprinkle in over Homa. Here's your 72s, Homa, Griot, Grace, and Leishman. Yeah, it's a it's a no for me from Homa. He's just yeah, me too. Been playing poor. I mean, Rio's been playing pretty good. Um, Leishman, Leishman's having a you know much better year this year than last year. Um, and Grace, I, I'd probably take Grace at that point. I mean, he might be a little tired. You know, as he was in that playoff last weekend too. So, um, you know, if those are your guys to choose from, I mean, I'd probably go with Grace. But just as my last guy to throw in there, you know. Grace feels. The safest out of those seventy-two. Yeah. Um, not sure I'll play any of them though. Palmer's here's seventy-ones. Ready? Palmer, Ryan Palmer, Vegas, Stuart Sink, Matthew Wolf. You know, Vegas. Vegas is playing some great golf right now. He, the driving he's, machine. He's one guy where if if you just if a tournament was one round. You know, I'd put him right up there with anybody because this is a guy he can put together a 62, 63 every week. It's just whether he can hold it together going into the weekend. He usually starts falling apart in round three or four, um, but he, he, he starts out every tournament hot. Um, so I'd probably take Vegas in that price range.
Yeah. I'll probably, I'll probably give you, I'll probably give you Wolf out of the 71s. 7,000s, Seamus Power, Woodland, Hoffman, Davis. Davis has had a good year, had a win. So did Power, opposite field event. Yeah. I feel like we haven't seen Charlie Hoffman in like six months all of a sudden. And he was playing great golf too. So it was I mean, before you, uh, you know, stopped. I like Seamus Power. I was on him last week. He hurt me. Um, I've been on him. He's 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 been good for me most of the year. I like his game. I like where it's going. This feels like a just a weird year for Woodland jumping around coaches. Hoffman to me is one of the most interesting names down here in this field. I mean, here's a guy who I think has exponentially gotten better off the tee, longer, exponentially better with his iron game. And I think his putter's pretty damn good. I mean, I I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Hoffman at in this range in the seven thousand. That that's the guy that I'll play. I've been on the wrong side of Davis most of the time. Can't quite figure that dude out. Um, but I I, I think um, I think Hoffman is the most skilled player down here in the seven thousand. Yeah. Certainly Stuart Sink, who's won twice at seventy one, would would say, hey, wait a minute on that statement. But, um, yeah, I like Hoffman. Sign me up. Yeah, I like Hoffman as well. I think he's probably down at this range because he hasn't played in, you know, in a few weeks. Uh, Stewart Sink, I think now we're starting to see, like, maybe Stewart Sink's age a little bit. He looks a little tired out there. Yeah, that's true. Um, so maybe, maybe he's played one too many tournaments this year. I mean, it has been a long season. So he's had a great year. I just think he's you're seeing him wear down a little bit. Uh, when the third round starts around there. So I, I like, uh, you know, I'm with you on Charlie Hoffman. I, I think he can definitely do some things. And I think that's a great value play with Charlie Hoffman. He's been a top 20 machine this season. Yeah. So I'll, I'll probably, I'll, I mean, I'm going to bet Charlie Hoffman to finish in the top 20. So okay, um, that's a bet I'll make. Um, but yeah, I'm with you right there on him. I, I think he can definitely do some stuff. And the best value you'll get in this range for any golfer. Well, we're getting into some names now that, you know, they got to play well to, to move on, right? We, we start on the top end and those guys are like, yeah, you know, I, I can probably, I'm going to miss the cut and still be okay for next week. Yeah. But we're getting into names like Seamus Power, who's currently 73rd. You know, he's got to get inside the top 70. Um, we're getting into names. We mentioned Ian Poulter. He's actually 79th. He's further down than I thought. Yeah. Um, so he's 79th. Poulter to me, is a, is a good pick the more I think about it. I mentioned Matthew Wolf. He's at 59. He's got to get going. He's got to play well. Or, you know, is he safe? I don't know. The points are worth a lot more now. So How, how is he 59? He hasn't played very well this year at all. You know, I know. Crazy. He's currently 59th place right now. Hudson Swafford's 56. He'll be on the podcast tomorrow. Give us an update from Liberty National. And uh, how things are there. I'd better be out there hitting balls, putting. You know, have to play some golf, get inside. Yeah. Stay inside that top 70. Um, yeah. There's Strillman, 53. Now we're getting into, okay, they might be, they're probably okay. Vegas at 49. Grio, wow, Grio's 47. Okay. Sneak, he snuck, he snuck in there, you know? Yeah, he did. Okay. So we're getting into those names where you're going to see a lot of fluctuation and, Speaking of having to play well, well, we're down in the 6,000s, folks. So 
We're going to give you a couple names that we like. I'll give you the floor. Who's the Who's the first guy? Uh, I like Brian Stewart. Okay. Um, now he's been playing. He's been playing some good golf lately too. And if you look at his last uh, few weeks, um, you know he's finishing in the top twenty. Um, I think he, you know, he even had like I think he was in the in the lead, maybe just right off the lead last week, and I think he had a quad bogey in the third round. That kind of like ruined his uh, tournament, but outside of that, um, he's been playing really well. You know, in this range, you're not really going to get much for your money, and I think Stewart's a guy that can finish in the top ten, top twenty when he's playing well. Okay. Um, so I would definitely, you know, take a look at him in this range. I'll give you Aaron Wise, um, yeah. 66. We know he's going to do it with the ball striking. Very nice ball striker, good driver, good iron player, good short game. And he's been in the positive three of the last five tournaments with this putter. And yeah. I, that's that's a promising side. I thought he played pretty well last week. Didn't hit his driver as well as he usually does, but he putted nicely. Um, perhaps... Bent grass greens back to his Oregon days. Bent grass greens. I don't know. Just drawing it here. I been pretty good in this range. We were really good last week. I think Aaron Wise is slowly trending nice, is slowly trending with the putter. And if he can just be positive one or two the way that he hits it, Aaron Wise will certainly make the cut like he did back in 2019 here. And I think can easily get inside that top 30, which we'll take at that value. Who else do you like? Give me one more name. You know, Aaron, Aaron Wise, every time I see him, he looks like he's 14-year-old junior golfer. <laughs> you know? Um, but, yeah, like I was, you know, I was talking about Brian Stewart. You look at his last, you know, his last five events. I mean, the John Deere, eighth place, Barbasol, 15th, the 3M, sixth place. He missed cut the Barracuda. Then he got 15th last weekend at the Wyndham, so – He's been playing some pretty good golf, um, especially for a golfer in this price range. Um, so I like <coughs> Brian Stewart. And I also like Sloan, um, a Canadian guy. I like guy. Sloan, too. He, you know, these Canadians are, are, are getting – the Canadians have been improving this year a lot. Um, Hadwin you know, also coming off probably his best uh, couple of weeks of the season. So I'll probably play Sloan in this range. I, I think he just gives you the most upside of uh, any of the numbers. Uh, of the players remaining. Yeah. Roger Sloan was, was a guy that we talked a lot about last week too, um, that we liked and he played beautiful golf, played his way in. As I mentioned, he was 131st coming in. Um, you know, I think for me in the sixes, I'm kind of jostling here on a, on a couple guys. I kind of like the way CT Pond is trending yeah. at uh, 6,600. That's a name that I think is, is he's kind of slowly putting some things together here from the Olympics on. A uh, little bit of a big ball ballpark for him at 7,400 yards. That concerns me a little. Uh, I talked about Aaron Wise at 66 as I look at some names. Revy at 64. You know you're going to get it with the ball striking. Glover's had a nice year with his win. Scott, he's got to keep it going. Scott Stallings, I think he has a high a high ceiling. Stallings? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's he's won a few times out here. You know, I, 
I'm gonna. I'll probably. I'll, I'll give you Varner at 67. HV3, I'll give you HV3. Huh? 67. That's my. That's my other pick, uh, in this range. But I do like CT Punt. I, I think that that's a guy that has has done well for me, and I think he's trending um, pretty nicely as well. Won the bronze medal. Yeah. And um, which was another incredible playoff. We've had some some wild like playoffs and finishes. His putter can hold him back, but Bent is what? his best split, and he played well. He's 29th at the Wyndham last week. Better field. Um, his putter was was pretty chilly, which is usually the case. Nice plotter of the ball, you know, kind of a fairways and greens kind of guy. Short game, a little bit above average. But uh, yeah, I'll roll with I'll roll CT as my third in that range as well. Uh, yeah, I mean, I could see. Uh, I was shocked that he, you know, won a medal at the Olympics. Um, he's playing. He's like usually all over the place, um, and let you know. You make a good point. We've seen so many playoffs these days. I mean, yeah. we didn't have we didn't have a playoff for a while, and now we seem to have a playoff every single week. Um, so I, you know, the last few weeks I've been betting for there to be a playoff at plus four hundred every week, um, because these tournaments have you know been so competitive, so close. Uh, I definitely think there's like great value, and you know, will there be a playoff at plus four hundred? As long mm-hmm. as somebody like DJ doesn't run away with it, I think you know you have a pretty good shot, but. Um, it's definitely been playoff season. Yeah. uh, And we've seen some, we've seen some melting, you know, Harris English melted, Bryson melted. uh, And then we see Russell Henley melt and it just, you know, guys that look like they've got the tournament under control and all of a sudden they go out and shoot 40. (laughs) I'd say Harris English's melt was probably like the most surprising ever because yeah, He's a very he's a very consistent player, and you could just tell something was wrong. Like, I think he hit that one tee shot on fourteen just straight into the water. It had no chance, so he was definitely yeah, riled right. up there. So I I can see the excuse that he gave as you know being a great excuse. Um, but um, yeah. yeah, we're seeing some melt some meltdowns. I wasn't really surprised with Henley. So I thought in like the third round when he made that eagle to like take a take a four shot lead again, I thought. Uh, he pretty much staved off the meltdown, but then you know he starts out the fourth round with a, a bogey on the second hole, and you knew right there that he was just going to be tightening it up, and it just it was yeah. all downhill. Lots to consider here. Hopefully, uh, we gave you some names to to plug in to those uh, those lineups here. It's the uh, Stripe Show podcast. Call it the matchup on a Tuesday. Presented by Encore Golf. Get fitted for your perfect golf ball today at EncoreGolf.com. Beating the bookie. You're the man. I think we uh, we helped some people out. Good luck this week, and um, we'll do it again soon. Thanks for having me, and happy, what is it, 55? Yeah. Yeah. Try 44. <laughs> happy birthday. and Thank uh, you. Make sure take a few shots of answers tequila tonight. <laughs> I will. All right. I just might do that. Podcast might be, well, I got Froggy doing the pod tomorrow, so I might have one or two of those. And then make sure you go play 18 after. <laughs> All right, buddy. All right. Thanks have a lot. A we'll, uh, we'll see you soon. All right, thanks.